pro wrestling talk from the four corners of parts unknown. This is That Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to That Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Brian, alongside Mr. Joe T. We've got Survivor's biggest fanatic, Kevin, and the hot Give it to me. kid himself. Yeah. Give it to me. Hot Jason. take kid. Mr. WrestleMania, greatest gift giver ever. I'm all of those. What will you have in store for us this week? We cannot wait to find out. The world awaits with bated breath. I got some. All right, we'll get to it. First, let's get to what are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing today, today? What are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing today? All right. Uh, Your shirt... (laughs) Your shirt is a statement, and I'm not talking about <laughs> Kevin or Joe. So go ahead, amigo. So from Pro Wrestling Tees, this is CM Punk sucks. It's funny, but not really because it was from his store. Yeah. Um, if it was like somebody else that had it, like if it was an MJF thing, no. Um, I just thought it was funny, and I'm wearing it. Uh, I'm just, you know, like I said last week, I'm just tired of Punk winning every week. Whether it's a young guy, a veteran, he always wins. So for me, it's CM Punk sucks from Pro Wrestling Tees. Cena was right back in the day. He he flipped it on Cena, but I would say Punk's become the New York Yankees and how that goes. But we'll get into what uh, he was up to on Dynamite later on. Go ahead, Kevin. What are you wearing for us tonight? Uh, getting back on track to, to complete out the, the rumble victories. I mean, the American dream, baby. That's right. Uh, the American dream, dusty Rhodes homage shirt. Uh, he's got big old boobies on it. Uh, you can see, <laughs> you can see they are, uh, they are large and in charge. Uh, but I just, I love the retros and, and it, of course, homage shirts are so comfy and, with Cody coming back, I was like, you know what? This is a perfect opportunity. Perfect opportunity for me to wear it. Ahmed has a four for 100 up right now. I saw, I saw I bought it. I bought I, four non-wrestling Ahmed shirts. That's the first oh. time ever I've made a purchase that was not Ahmed wrestling. So nice. I didn't know that existed. That's yeah. good. They sell they fleeces. Have, they have Penn State oh. stuff too. Oh, okay. We're a Christmas gift uh, on the way. The only um, one they didn't have yet was the Paterno New. Sure, they don't have okay. that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so oh, it must damn. be all sold out. Uh, <laughs> monkey like a monkey, baby. American dream. All right, uh, Joe, what you got, my friend? Uh, I got uh, one of the first uh, WrestleMania winning shirts that I have. It's the uh, DX. Oh, more, yeah. It's a more recent one, like their last stand, where it's the green X with the cross and has the Triple H skull, Sean's cross, and yeah, it's just Sean and Triple H on this one. I got yeah. this one instead of getting the one I used to have, which was the one that said two-word suck it, because when I had that original shirt, I was 18. Yeah. I'm 42 now. It doesn't really fit. <laughs> And like my lifestyle anymore to be that degenerate. Well, you yeah. wear it because you can wear it to church. Oh <laughs> yeah, <Sunday>. yeah, <laughs> it's a church shirt. Now. It's not a church shirt. Yeah, no, oh, it's also good to Sunday. like you know hang around the kids at the school. No, <laughs> uh, <laughs> peace be with you, Joe. Yes, peace and also you. with you. <laughs> <laughs> that right. religion podcast. I'm uh, <laughs> now. <laughs> I, I'm supporting Liv Morgan. DTA live. Don't so don't you're the one. Anyone. <laughs> Rhea Ripley took care of her ass after they lost again this week. So live. If you're listening, just know that I would never turn my back on you, baby. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's start. I mean, off. that yeah. just proves Rhea is a terrible tag team partner. How many more yeah. partners can she not work with? Right. How many right. partners are they going to partner her up that are not good enough for her? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if there's I'm, someone in a goth phase, they can maybe Cora Jade goes into goth phase when she gets called up to the main roster and they mm-hmm. pair them up too. They have to change her name, which yeah, will be okay. coming later. Oh, that's true. That's true. Jada Cora. Good tease. <laughs> Good tease for an upcoming five count later on the show. We will uh, start off though by sharing news on on something we touched on last week about when we covered Bully Ray. 
uh, Bubba Ray Dudley on the Broken Skull Sessions that we couldn't wait to hear Austin interview Kevin Owens to talk about the WrestleMania match. I think Joe mentioned that. Um, and I mentioned how we hadn't heard from Steve yet after uh, Mania about how his thoughts on how it went, how he's doing. Well, now we have. Uh, he appeared on the Brewbound podcast and Steve said, quote, Sunday, I was 100 percent. And of course, went back into on Sunday to deliver a little bit of extra physicality as part of the show. It was an exciting time for me to go back to a business that I really, really love. I never thought I'd be back in the ring. But there we were headlining WrestleMania for night one, and it was an honor to be out there. He continued on. He was asked about possibly returning for WrestleMania 39. He says, for me to participate at WrestleMania 38, if you told me you're going to be part of WrestleMania 38, not only that, you're going to main event night one, I would have said that you're full of shit and you're crazy. Uh, there I was in Dallas, headlining, la da 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 Never say never, but I would imagine within the scope of that show, it's going to be a big show in a big time city, two night event. I'm sure I'm done wrestling per se, but as part of WWE, I can't imagine that I won't be there in some capacity. I'm not booking the show. Vince does that and he calls me. I'll be there. What do you make of it? You know how it sounds like Austin's down for doing more with WWE. Is this exciting for you? Are you lukewarm? Where do you think about future Austin appearances? Go ahead, Jay. Joe Rose's hand. He can go first. Yeah, my hand. Joe Rose's hand. I'm just going to say there's really only one thing I can see happening. Crown Jewel, Austin, Goldberg. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my God. It would finally happen, and that would be the place to do it because they would be like, you know, hey, that's recent. So yeah, that's where the old guys come back. That's where Sean came back. Yeah. Uh, okay. Austin uh, Goldberg uh, Crown Jewel. It's, it's going to be. It's not going to be good. But I will. I will see your Goldberg and raise you Hulk Hogan. Ooh. <laughs> First wow. Austin. We can Triple finally threat, get it, brother. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, even better. I don't know if you saw the footage. Ric Flair was rolling around with Jay Lethal this oh, week. Oh, Jesus. Flair, Hogan, oh, Austin Goldberg, fatal four-way, which could be really fatal <laughs> in Saudi Arabia for Allah in six. Man. Oh, Hogan's going to break both hips then. Book in the country right the here. The hot kid strikes again. You know the prince. The prince wait, would love oh, wait, a wait, fatal wait, wait, four-way. Hogan, Flair, Austin, Goldberg, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels? Oh my six god. Way, a six man tag. And oh. Triple H is the referee. Yes. Wow. Yes. And he can be all emotional like it was Sean was at WrestleMania 28. Do we have something for Ooh. Kevin Nash? I mean, he, he needs to be in there too somehow. Can we just have a battle royal? Just throw a battle royal. <laughs> only only if the Iron Sheik yeah. wins it again. Just defend the WrestleMania 17 uh, title. Uh, uh, that's Hogan, actually Bubba. good. That's really good, Joe. Honestly, like obviously we joke about all the other stuff, but Austin Goldberg would be fun, I think, um, mm-hmm. because of the, the the video packages the WWE could put together. I think they could make that an interesting story. Um, honestly, for me, I just think Stone Cold needs to stay away. Maybe show up around Survivor Series. I'm sure he has some sort of anniversary celebration at Survivor Series, um, maybe the Royal Rumble, and then that sets up whatever he's going to do for Mania. Um, How about this? How about this? Uh, Hogan, or not Hogan. No. <laughs> damn, you, damn you for saying Hogan. Uh, Austin versus The Rock, night one of Mania. Hear me out, hear me out. Roman <laughs> against TBD, night one of Mania. Rock beats Austin again. Okay, to close out night one, Roman then comes in the ring face to face with The Rock. They headline night two because it's going to sell out in LA. So you don't need to, you're not going to need to uh, uh, advertise that, use it as a surprise. Joe, don't shake your head. I thought about this in like 10 seconds. Obviously. (laughs) Rock's not working two nights in a row, I don't think. Um, (laughs) He might. Well, I want to, I don't really want to see The Rock because. He is. What's the point? He's not going to win the belt and and you know end the uh, Roman Empire. You know 
there's no reason for The Rock to come back. To piggyback off of my super hot take from last week, the only main event for WrestleMania 39 is Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and a returning John Moxley in a Shield triple threat that we never got. That closes WrestleMania night two. I love it. I don't see it happening, but we never say never, right? Um, I... I am totally fine with not seeing Austin for a long, long time. I don't think it's going to get better than what happened at Mania. The the physicality, the outside the ring, the the taking the bumps, it was great. And I just think anything next, I don't know if they can top it. I don't I don't want Steve to try to top it. Go out when you're on the high note, right? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, look, nothing will get better. You know, we all joke about, you know, Goldberg and Rock, but I think you got the right, I think you're on the right track. Just, you know, stay away, come back, hit some stunners, catch some beers, uh, maybe something with Pat McAfee. I don't know if you guys saw um, McAfee posted some photos of back uh, in Gorilla after the segment, and it's Austin and McAfee. Okay. Uh, and apparently Triple H is the one that took the photos. Oh, fun. Um, yeah, yeah. He talked about that today on his show. And uh, I don't know. I did pick up a shirt from McAfee's uh, store. So you'll be seeing that in a few weeks. That's uh, pro wrestling related. So it, it, it does work for what are you wearing? If we uh, do get Austin and Goldberg, maybe I can finally get that Austin Goldberg <laughs> shirt that I ordered in college. I never got twice. So maybe Austin rules. Funny. Goldberg sucks. Yes. Is Goldberg. <laughs> you know, come back around. So I'm, I'm pulling for that for that point of it at least. La Knight, uh, he's been in the rumor mill for a little about being called up to the main roster. Well, that may be the case, but not what we would have expected because La debuted a manager gimmick at uh, last Friday SmackDown in a dark match before the show. He was dressed in a suit and tie. And he announced the creation of Night Model Management. And his first client, uh, former member of a, a, a group, uh, a, a huge fan of Jason Retribution, mm-hmm. uh, member Mace. And uh, according to PW Insider, this was more or less a tryout segment for Knight in a potential managerial role. Uh, we'll see what WWE Brass thought of this audition. What do you think of this possible managerial role? I'll let you start, Kev. I, I, we've all watched the video, right? It was great. It was fantastic. I, I uh, he made me interested in what did he face? <laughs> you see Mace? New, I see face. Yes. Uh, it, it was just electric on the mic, as we know, which, which him not wrestling kind of stinks, but. 50% of my enjoyment watching professional wrestling are the promos and on the mic skills. It, it, if, if he can do his craft, I will be bummed. I will say that I still will be bummed, but having me watch him get interested in face, uh, it, it gets me a little excited. It truly does. The, the whole, what is it? Night uh, model management, management. Yeah, kind of seems like a little rip off of what Robert stone or, um, uh, but or, but much better than Robert oh, Stone. Oh, way way better, way better. Uh, but it was it was it was fantastic. I I want him I want him on the main roster just just because give him a shot at least on the main roster. Perfect if he does great and he gets in the ring versus staying in NXT and 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 being being a, a you know sports entertainer there. Put him on the main roster. Let him let him kick butt on the mic and then have a chance in the ring. Maybe I mean. It's obvious we all want him as a wrestler mm-hmm. on the main roster. I mean, that's obvious. But unfortunately, he's not getting that option right now. So he is making the most of what he has. And who's to say that he doesn't get in the ring? I mean, we know <laughs> that there have been times where they have put managers in tag matches. And at least they've got a, a manager that can actually work. Uh, I'm all in for, for night model management. Sign me up for this face <laughs> joe i didn't see him making uh, a splash on the main roster anyway with his age and everything like that he's entertaining but he's too much of like 
I don't, I didn't see him winning at all. So him coming up as a manager, I thought two things. Number one, I'm guessing this was probably the position they wanted Adam Cole to portray. That was a rumor. Yep. Mm -hmm. But number two, why can't he wrestle? MVP does. He's a manager. And he won the U.S. championship while managing the Hurt Business at one point. So why can't he do both? Get himself a stable and manage his brand. And I'm just glad someone mentioned, just don't have it be like the Robert Stone brand. And he's good. So I'm all, I'm all in as well. He's so talented on the mic. So I totally get the connection of he'll do great in this role. I have no doubt about it in my mind. For me, I just wish that this was the role for him five years from now. I'd love to see him just do his thing. He's got a great physique, obviously uh, amazing mic skills, and he's a really good wrestler, Jay. You saw him um, against uh, Gunther nope. at Stand and Deliver. Right. And I've seen him on the LA Indies before he got signed to NXT. I saw him in a room oh. about as big as this closet that I'm broadcasting out of, and it was awesome. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. He's talented. Awesome. He's not, you know, he's not the, the best wrestler, but he's he's completely capable of doing quality matches. So in um, fact, I saw Eli Drake against Killer Cross yeah, in an show in LA like little, three years ago. Little N- NXT uh, future alumni uh, <laughs> too too soon to come. Um, so yeah, so I, again, yeah, I just I want him to have his full potential, and I think him being a wrestler, he really could. He could be a big time player, maybe not main event player, but he could really be in the mix. So you know, while I don't hate this managerial role, not what I was hoping for. We'll see how it goes. I suppose. If it actually does come to fruition, you never know. <clears throat> um, and we know that uh, Kalamazoo Day is still in play. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes. All right. A couple of months ago, when NXT shifted from the black and gold brand to NXT 2.0, it was during the time when Triple H was sidelined with the heart ailment. And when all these changes were going down to uh, going down, we were wondering, you know, this was Triple H's creation. What does he think about this dismantling of NXT? And he did an interview uh, with The Athletic, and Triple H said uh, there was this point where NXT was on the, the WWE Network. It had this cult following, and we need to get on television. So how do we do that? We need more experience, need to professionalize this a little bit to make the product to where fans want to see it. We got them to that place, and then the pa- the pandemic messed it up a little bit. It was right when we went on TV. We had to shift focus, uh, completely altered what we were doing. We couldn't recruit or train talent for almost two years, but the show stayed. Uh, then we said, okay, let's reboot it and go back to what we originally were. And uh, uh, he said, you know, some of these people, they won't be ready for television, but we're going to put them on television, and we believe – the audience is invested enough that the numbers might come down, but a core group of them will stay and, and we're creating fresh stars all the time. And that's where they're at. Now the numbers have stabilized. Uh, he continued on talking about the roster. He said, you know, they're not all quite ready to be in that major league role yet, but you're discovering them before they became household names. Uh, we were talking about this shift anyway, and that's where we were headed. Um, and he said it happened, you know, when I had to leave for a little bit and Shawn Michaels you know, picked up the job and made it a seamless thing. Uh, what's your reaction to that, guys? You, you think uh, Triple H is being completely uh, full, full of honesty there or is he going, son of a bitch, Adam Cole and Keith Lee, I miss you. <laughs> I don't think that. Actually, you know what? I do believe that that was the plan all along. Uh if you thought Triple H was going to just bash WWE or, you know, slam the company for making the changes, that's not that's not what was going to happen. Even if he doesn't believe this, he's a company guy. It's I mean, it's his family's business company. So overall, it is what it is. I like what NXT 2.0 has become. I like getting new stars. And more importantly for the company, they are getting people trained in their way. There's no bad habits. Um, you know, we'll get into this letter thing that Vince wrote later about names and IP and stuff, but I don't know. People are like thinking Triple H is full of shit, and I don't. I believe 100% that he was behind this. He was behind the creation of NXT, and just because there's a color change and a, and a new direction, 
that doesn't mean he's not behind it. He wants what's best for the business. No, I, 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 I'll piggyback off that. I, I fully agree with you. I thought the article was really, it, it was, it was honesty, right? And I think he hit a good point when he was like, "Yes, some of these, you know, people are not ready for TV." Because I watch NXT, and sometimes I'm like, "Ooh, that was that was bad." Like a backstage segment, like, but I compare it to Raw. I compare it to SmackDown. I compare it to AEW, like the high quality type stuff. And I forget sometimes I'm like, okay, I, I don't know this person. And maybe I don't know this person for a reason, but I see the improvements happening. Uh, I think he's just, you know, starting from ground one type situation. You're going to see some household names, but then you're going to see a lot of people. You have no idea who they are. Be patient. I think be patient is, is the key words from reading that article. And I think, I think he'd rather, you know, just be very straight and honest. If they were planning on doing it, perfect. Be straight and honest and say, hey, we know that it's going to be lackluster at times. But these guys are also, uh, what do you say? Uh, Green. Yeah, Braun Breaker. T, uh, less than one year of training. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes cheesy as hell backstage, but he is so much growth over that one year. Like that. that's the exciting part is if I didn't know these people, like with the old NXT, perfect. We knew 80% of the people that went through there from, from one place or another. So that's, that, that is the exciting part. The future. Yeah. The future. Mr. Joe T, you got the Triple H DX shirt. I got to say, I agree a little bit with what Jason said. It's like, he's a company man. He's not going to trash WWE. It's his family. But even if it wasn't, he's still not going to trash WWE. He's a student of the game. However, I don't believe he's being 100% truthful on this because he's a company man. He's going to say this was a plan all along, but he did mention something because I read it a couple times. He said it started off getting them ready on the WWE network. It didn't. So with this, this was a plan all along, but then they reboot the whole thing. If you're going to reboot it and you said that was a plan all along, I'd prefer it to be on Peacock right now while they get their... Uh, basically ooh, moments out of there instead of yeah. being on uh national television i wanted it to be on the streamer first to get that uh cult following as he called the original nxt it's like it built it built a cult fan base and the old one too also had it was him sean but it was also regal too regal not there hurts mm-hmm with the NXT like well, building it up but but it's now but it's a different industry now yeah. because AEW has now become uh NXT 1.0 yeah without yeah. Without, without the WWE umbrella and we see how that's working out right now right um do any of you watch level up on Fridays NXT level up so i i, I tried to but on the network it, it was like from a month ago like it wasn't the like the last episode. I was like, oh. I didn't know if I was doing something wrong on the network. You know how is it on their channel? Because you know Peacock has like the live channels too, and WWE has a channel on there. Oh, like I the, didn't know that. So yeah, if you look at the live it, channels, yeah, they typically just it was like what the old network did. They show what they had scheduled. I think they also do like the live shows at certain times as well. Maybe not WrestleMania per se, but. Um, like level up things like that, and the raw after dark. Yeah, raw talk. Raw sorry, raw. <laughs> raw after dark. Raw underground. Um. So yeah, I, I'm I'm calling a little BS. I think everything that Triple H said, as far as how the direction is going, what what it means for the roster and getting ready. Yes, that's that's the company line. He believes it. It's Vince's. You know. declaration fine and good totally right but i know i heard plenty of interviews when nxt was growing where he was like this isn't developmental anymore this is a third brand and we want to have guys from smackdown come down to nxt and nxt go up to raw and like we're gonna have the three rosters now so you know to to say that was the plan all along uh maybe in a roundabout way it could have been the plan but and it if that was like sorry to that sorry to interrupt, Brian, but if yeah. that was the plan, Survivor yeah. Series 2019, where they the NXT brand won the the team competition, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, 
I know. I, again, I don't think he's, you know, completely pulling things out of his, his ass or whatever. Everything, the direction is clear. And that's, that's really the good thing is because how many times have we questioned like, oh, no, these NXT guys were getting called up and they're getting ruined on the main roster. Well, that should be eliminated now because everybody's on the same page as far as what Vince wants and what they should be doing in their developmental NXT. It's truly developmental. It's not a third brand. It's developmental. And they can, you know, build from there and, and live happily ever after. Let's talk about the week of wrestling. Uh, Monday Night Raw was a, a, a Raw with a lot of wacky. A lot of wacky going on. <laughs> Lie detector test. Uh, loved it. Loved I, it. I loved it because, I mean, Owens is amazing. I, I love that he's never convinced. Uh, Gable's incredible, right? <laughs> so good <laughs> doing that. The weakest part of it is uh, is Ezekiel, right? Um, weakest? Uh, yeah, I think I so. loved it. What? I, yeah, well, how is Compared he weak? to Owens and Gable, those guys are killing. Well, you can't different. you can't compare though. I mean, different. when Kevin Owens called uh, Gable, it's like Mister Two Point No, uh, it was a Four Point Oh. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. When it's like when when he was getting confused about the control question of like, no, see, that's a lie. That's like no, no it was supposed, supposed to be supposed to be. You know, like that shit was hilarious. So Ezekiel's playing it fine, right? It's fine. Ezekiel but, was on Pat McAfee's show Monday. Oh, in the I know you you were raving oh, about this. I got I laughed my ass off because McAfee and AJ Hawk are at, trying to keep kayfabe, and they're trying to not laugh at the same time. Because they know they're like, so uh, because McAfee and Elias are both Pittsburgh guys. And Ezekiel was yeah. saying, you know, hey, you know, I I was a I was in middle school when you guys were in high school, and like you guys wouldn't let me around. And McAfee's like, Well, you know, I think we would have remembered if Elias had a little brother. Um, but you know, and he was like, Well, you know, you guys used to do the poker games. He goes, Yeah, we, you know, it. And even AJ Hawk, who doesn't, I don't think he gives a shit about wrestling other than McAfee related, but man, it was just fun. I made my wife watch it because I thought it was hilarious. And she, she, she found it funny, but not as much as I did. But yeah, and, and, and obviously the lie detector proved that Ezekiel and Elias are two different people. So mm-hmm. yeah, KO just needs to back off, man. Back Case off. closed. Case closed. Yeah. Um, wedding madness. I put in my notes. Wedding Wacky. madness. <laughs> Wacky. What? What do you make of this guy? Are Are they married or not? All I know is Tamina and Dana Brooke got me feeling a certain way there for a minute. That was that, that was, was some pop. hot shit, man. I don't mean that. that got I don't know. That's because I've been married yeah. for so long, and the slightest interaction between two women. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But man, that was that was a little hot second there. Like, I'll say this. Uh, Tamina is is one tough-looking lady, right? Like, coming out in the leather and, and, like, her ring attire has never been... Sexy. Uh, yeah, ever. Yeah, they say they no made one her look some, some makeup. They made her look very, very like, a nice-looking Tamina. She didn't look scary. And that, mm-hmm. that was... And she actually smiled and looked like she yeah. was really having fun. How many times can you really say Tamina looks like she's having fun? Like yeah. if you would have told me Azawa and Tamina would make me <laughs> laugh, it, it did go on. It, it had to have been like 20 minutes, right? Like it was ridiculously long. But truth, part of him is because he kept on ad-libbing, adding, oh, that's another three minutes. Talking to the crowd, well, that's another two minutes. Like the truth, it, it went too long. They had a whole yeah. thing going on it was funny. Like it was, it was entertaining. Really funny. The end. The ending was entertaining. And Didn't he say something? Well, that's not PG or something like when that. It was Tamina <laughs> and uh, Dana. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I would have been. You know, well, when that when that happened of like them getting together. Yeah, I went. Well, excuse me. I I don't know. I don't know any of it made sense. Will they be married on Monday? I don't know. Um, Dana has the belt back, I think, right? The 24 seven. Mm-hmm. So it all went around. So, Hey, you know, wacky, fun, wedding, fun. 
Um, the finish of Cody and Kevin Owens was a count out. Uh, you know, Seth was down there and Seth was trying to motivate Kevin saying, you know, get your fat ass into the ring. And okay. I thought he said that, but I wasn't, did. I, yeah. I didn't know if he said fat ass or not. Yeah. So. And so Kevin took offense like, Hey, you're my friend. And he walked away. J- Joe, a count out finish. Did you, were you cool with that? No, I don't like count out finishes, especially to end the show. <laughs> Not a fan of a count-out finish to end the show. I mean, if it progresses a story, put it in the middle of the show like they did with MJF. Okay, sure, sure. But uh, to end it, I mean, come on. You got to think of, like, the main event, the last uh, match of the night for the people who paid the money to be there is a count-out. It's a cop-out. But was there, there, I'm sure there was, like, a tag-team dark match after they went off the air to make up for that. So... Uh, for but the was there? Crowd, was there? I'm sure there was some sort of tag or some sort of. Live it doesn't al- It doesn't always happen. It always happens. Doesn't always. Well, it Cody always was Cody was selling that push off the top rope on his leg. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know if they. I mean, it could have been. You know, here here comes our uh, truth for the dark match. You know, it doesn't matter. But um, yeah, you don't see that too often. I, I guess I was okay with it, but I hope that's not a reoccurring thing that'll keep coming up. Well, think but how about, about the most way. field? Oh god! What, what if Cody would have beat KO? What, yeah, right. what if KO would have beat Cody? Like that would have mattered. mattered. That exactly. The one thing I liked right off the bat, right? Seth brings KO out. They hug each other. They look like you know they're they're bros, loving bros. And then at the end, you know, the hatred kind of told a little story like that. I didn't. I didn't totally hate the ending didn't love it but i didn't i didn't mind it because it kind of puts another little domino in in the cody saga but the biggest event on raw was theory becoming the new u.s champion. oh yeah yeah you're right the, yeah. the Wacky. emptied the locker room <laughs> emptied vince mcmahon came out and everyone that's bitching about the name thing Riddle once had a first name too, and he's one of the most over people in the whole company. So yeah, chill out. And didn't I say last week that Edge was a stupid name as well, and he became a champion? Talent always rises. Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, I I think I I certainly saw that coming when they were doing the match. I go, Theory's winning this, and then he won. Um, and that's cool. That, that's the footage that'll be on the. Uh, Broken Skull Sessions five years from now when he's like a five-time champion, right? And when, th- when Theory is the new John Cena. Exactly, yeah. It's a good yeah. theory. And headlining uh-huh. WrestleMania 40. Yeah, yeah. All all to come, uh, I would not be surprised. Uh, NXT, I just want to bring up one thing on NXT. The Braun, the, the kind of the entire show of the, the Braun <laughs> Breaker, Joe Gacy wackiness and Braun's looking for him and there's mirrors and it's dark and there's voices. There's a cage. A cage. <laughs> Can I answer it? At the end. I'm not feeling it, guys. I, I, and I'll tell you why. Joe Gacy, while he seems okay, it's not Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt takes that sort of thing and makes it fun and makes it cool and makes it interesting. I'm not feeling it with him. And that's an interesting take because I thought the whole night, that storyline was perfect. Oh, the worst. I loved it. I don't understand the Druids at the end, but that'll play out next week. But (laughs) I loved it. I loved everything about it. Oh man. Okay. Good time. I don't know if Gacy's trying to be Bray Wyatt, but. I'm all in. He's more of like a serial killer. Nope. Is, this, is he like Go Joe Gacy? Wayne exactly. Gacy? Yeah. John Wayne. John Gacy? Wayne Gacy, right? John Wayne Gacy. Is that his? Yes. Yeah. 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 So the clown. It, you know, love it. Perfection. I don't know, and you know, it's it's that, but it's also for me. Uh, for for Braun, I think keep it simple. And, and so for him doing the, like, I'm in the cage or, or in the room with mirrors going, what is this? Like, just come out and smash people, man. You're talented. I don't need, I don't need your method acting just yet. Let's, let's wait down the road. Didn't do it for me. Joe, any thoughts? 
I kind of thought it was uh, silly as well, but again, it's developmental. I'm not really putting too much investment into NXT 2.0. I mean, this is a show that should be called NXT 2.0. Wait and see. Yeah, indeed. We we very well may be getting my girl Nikita versus Natalia. Oh boy, I'll be glued to the television for that. Did you guys see that little uh, interaction they had? Uh, I'm all right with that. Anyway. I'll see my, see my girl. Nice hat, Natty. My girl, uh, Thicky Steamboat. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, it's oh. it's Thicky the Dragon Creamboat. <laughs> that's, that's not in my phone. Uh, that's, that's a whole other hey, thing. That ain't PG. No, <laughs> that's right. You got that right, pal. You know what else isn't PG? The RK Bro 420 shirts they sold on WWE. Oh, Shop I on know. 420 and. Orton got him to extend it to 421. It may be there today on 422. I don't know. I did not right. buy it, but yeah, Rob Van Dam somewhere pissed off to no end, I'm sure. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, God damn it, Vince. I thought of that 15 years ago. No, but everything's you- cool when you're RVT. <laughs> he doesn't care. He's like, whatever. Um, did you guys see the Vince McMahon shirt they put up on sale? It's uh, Vince McMahon um no chance in vegas and it comes with a one billion dollar bill uh and and the combo is one hundred dollars yeah I, I for thought, a I moment was, the bill was the billion dollar bill was 99 dollars. <laughs> and i like there's jokes aplenty with that for one moment i almost bought it and i still might but yeah it's up there now or at least it was uh and then, earlier on uh one earlier today we're recording on thursday so thankfully harley started to bite your leg or something to distract you and yeah <laughs> it's it's tempting making that purchase let's move ahead to uh aew so good old tony khan another huge announcement every week there's one um but this one this one's noteworthy uh we're gonna have an AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, joint pay-per-view. Speaking of 420, um, <laughs> this summer, AEW, NJPW, Forbidden Door, they're calling it. It's going to take place live on Sunday, June 26th, the United Center in Chicago, featuring marquee matchups between members of AEW and New Japan's world-class rosters. We've touched a little bit on it that I don't think any of us are fully invested in New Japan. Right. You know, we're, 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 there's that, at least I'm, I can speak for myself with that, that it's very, you know, you just, you kind of see things occasionally, but it's not something I can invest my time in, but I wanted to get your guys excitement level for this. Is there a match when you heard about this and you're like, Oh, that would be cool to see anything like that. So AEW, if it would have been possible, should have done this three years ago. Um, I understand new company, new Japan isn't going to deal with that. But if it was when AEW first formed, it could have been the potential for a lot of American audiences to see Kenny Omega for the first time uh, through his new Japan connections. However, what AEW is doing with this supercard and this partnership with new Japan is what they should be doing. Playing to their audience. Look, as of late, no ratings talk, no demo god talk, no WWE mentions, just playing the hits yeah. that the AEW super indie crowd is into. And look, I like New Japan. If it's on, I'll try to watch it. I know some uh, some of the, the, the competitors over there. The big match everybody's talking about is CM Punk against Kenta, the former Hideo Itami. Uh, in NXT because they both used the go to sleep. Yep, yep. I was so thrilled that Adam Cole made the announcement because the less time Tony talks on the microphone, the better because <laughs> he is very awkward. So if Forbidden Door is a yearly thing, I think it could be cool. But for this first one, I'm going to buy the paper. Okay. Okay. Uh, Kev? Uh, 
I, I don't watch it that often, New Japan, yeah. right? I, I like watching if 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 I go on four one one and you know and and or if there's a, a pop up of like a news update and and somebody's gonna go over there and wrestle. I think the last time I watched it was is it Wrestle Kingdom? But sure, they do, yeah, that's they do uh, Jericho yeah. Omega. Uh, yeah, and that was like because remember four years ago, five years ago, I was still living in Louisville and I and I watched it like late night. Uh, that was my, my first time and, and my last time sitting down and watching like multiple hours of new Japan. And, and the nice thing is primarily Jericho was there. So it, it will be cool kind of seeing, uh, more new Japan guys, you know, go against the guys that I see on a regular basis. Maybe it'll get me more, you know, inclined to watch or invest my time to watch more. There's just so much wrestling. Uh, what I hear already, you saying, Kevin, is that since we're doing the SummerSlam road trip, you want to do a Wrestle Kingdom road trip to Japan in January. That's <laughs> what I think I hear you saying. So that's pretty awesome. Of yeah, it'd be a lot of uh, a lot of travel. How, how, uh, no, but, I think it's I think it's very cool. I think it would be uh, what what AEW does three pay per views right now. Four, uh, four, four. So that hey, if they do, yeah, they just call like Jay. You said AEW ver, uh, Forbidden Door doesn't even need to be. New Japan, just put AEW Forbidden Door, let them go against a, uh, another company's all-stars in like a format. Doesn't have to be, we're going to go against Impact. We're going to go against XYZ. Just keep it wide open. And that's like the one-time event where they, you know, bridge off from their normal AEW. But it's not hey, a one-time cool event. Though. But it's not a one-time event because the Ring of Honor guys are in and out. The New Japan guys yeah. are in and out. The Impact yeah, guys are in and true. out. So doing it with New Japan specifically, I think it's cool. Uh, we might get another Okada-Omega match if Omega is back in time. Now, if you're not familiar, uh, guys, Omega and Okada had a couple 60-minute classics. I think they even got six stars from Meltzer in a five-star system. Uh, I don't know if Kenny will be back, but... Um, I think it's what's that, what's that nine year old? Didn't Kenny have a match with a nine year old back in the day? What is she now? Like 15, that clip, 16? Yeah. Maybe, maybe she'll think, wrestle against maybe that, yeah, a big rematch. Her and negative one can can intergender, <laughs> yeah, and uh, and underage Nicholas from Nicholas uh, tag uh, title match. Well, he's that guy, he got signed to AEW, he's that guy from Defy, the 16 year old. Uh, oh, that's right, that was that was Nicholas, the tag team champ, yes. got went to Defy and he got oh, an AEW go. deal when he turns 18, yeah. So. Joe, speak. You're a quiet man uh, on this one. <laughs> well, I'm just listening in. It's uh, I'm cool. I'm cool well, with uh, engaging. Per- I get it. I, you are. That's like, come on. He was. He was but sleeping. I, no, I was not sleeping. I was waiting patiently. And the only announcement uh, was cool. I love the fact that it's uh, they are finally playing to their audience and not trying to bash WWE, even, even though Brits promo is a little bit like that but that's not neither here or that i would like for when jay white to come out and say basically instead of calling them the undisputed elite why don't we just say what they are they're the bullet club u.s bullet club bullet club new japan bullet club aew make the shirts make it happen because when i hear aew um when i hear um undisputed elite i'm just thinking knockoff undisputed era get over it you're the bullet club we all know it there's bullet, bullet club, club in impact so, so that's the, why that's but the, that's another door that's already been opened too so why not have bullet club in they they have they could have a working relationship with them too why not that's, I mean, that's well, wasn't there Bullet Club and uh, Ring of Honor as well? Yeah. Yeah. So well, yeah. Why, why can't we just stop calling them? They're the Bullet Club, period. Yeah. I, I was going to say that that is like a kind of a, a give your give a prop to impact because while we don't get to really talk about them too much because in full transparency, we're recording usually when it's on. Um, but yeah, they have new Japan guys there all the time. So they've really, you know, I, I, so in that sense, this announcement doesn't seem so groundbreaking to me. Like some people online seem to be thinking of, oh my God, it's happening. It's like, it's kind of has already been happening. So, okay. Um, uh, the one name I would really like to see, cause I've really only seen clips of him and know how well revered he is. 
Um, and it doesn't matter who his AEW opponent opponent would be. Uh, Will Ospreay. <laughs> Will yeah. Ospreay is a guy that is, is, is just really, really well regarded, be incredibly talented. I would love to see him uh, on U.S. soil. You know, it doesn't matter again who it could be. Hangman, I don't care. Um, but yeah, that that's the one guy because. When New Japan really had this resurgence a couple of years ago, it was with these guys that are in AEW and, and Cody too now, right? No, who's in WWE, but yeah, it was because of Omega and the Bucks and, and the Bullet Club. That's what made New Japan get this higher profile along with the guys like Okada and, and guys like that. But so a lot of them, I feel like I've already kind of been exposed to. So when, when this card comes together, it's going to be a lot of New Japan guys that I'm like, I don't really know too much about you. And so, you know, we'll, we'll see what comes of that. Um but yeah, that 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 was a, a worthy enough announcement from uh, Tony Khan. Uh, finally, a good one. Yes, yeah, no, for sure. Finally, one that lives up to the word huge. Yeah, we also had uh, a little stare down after the uh, the opening match of CM Punk Dustin Rhodes, where Hangman Page came out and they just did a little stare down and walked away. So maybe that's where we're headed for uh, the next pay per view. Uh, go ahead, Mr. Uh, shirt. <laughs> Mr. Shirt, what do you have to say? At this point, like I said, I'm tired of watching CM Punk beat everybody. I really feel like he should just be more of an attraction than a title contender. Let him wrestle every week, but he shouldn't need he he doesn't need the title. And I mean, it's obvious he's going to win the title. You know, it was one of Tony Khan's favorite wrestlers. And now he has him as, you know, one of his favorite wrestling figures and his, and his fig fed. And it's what's going to happen. I hope not. But what is it? What is it, Joe? You can never say 100%. Uh, you never say 100%. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I thought the match against Dustin was a lot of fun. I don't want to see him win the belt. I don't. So I'm taking the opposite stance. Not that I disagree with you, but guys, I haven't been fe- I'm, I've come to the conclusion. I haven't been feeling a hangman page as champion too much. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Yep. Just haven't the, the, um, <clears throat> uh, the feud with um, Archer, you know, you knew he was going to win it because he just won the title, even though they had that great Texas death match. That was great. And the Adam Cole one, it never got to where I thought it'd be. I don't know. I don't know. Never got to where I thought it'd be for my enjoyment. This makes it interesting to me um, be, because it is punk. I, I feel like there's something that is going to take it to another level. And you know what I hope he does? Because please correct me if I'm wrong. Is he drinking beer anymore? I haven't seen it. Because he's barely out. He comes out yeah. for a second and that's it. Like. Hangman Page is like the weakest champion, period, like, of, from his bad booking. You said like, that there's about only Omega been, too. I bad booking. There's, in my opinion, oh. there's only been one real, like one good champ in AEW, and it was Moxley. Two. No, yeah. Jericho, Jericho was good Jericho. to start it off. Yeah, I'll yeah. give you that. Yeah. Um, but those they started strong, and a- after Moxley lost it, Omega was a weak champ, and Hangman's barely on. I know. Is, was yeah. he in dark? What? They should have let Cole win last week on the deck match. On TN, on Rampage, give Rampage a little juice. Okay. Um, and because it was live. When it it's a live, live Rampage, they need to do, shake some things up. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to see Punk with the title. I want to see Lance Archer. I want to see Miro. I want to see a homegrown become the heavyweight champion. I see MJF be the champ. EMGF, yes. Why like, not? why? Why nope. can't he be nope. champ? Why does it have to be like the elite? W had retreads, and and why did like why does CM Punk have to start every like what's it been five straight weeks of CM Punk cult of personality starting, <laughs> and then AEW fans are complaining that Raw and SmackDown are predictable with the promo. AEW is following the same format. CM Punk. In the show opener lately yeah. and then you have a promo and then you have a backstage segment with the elite and then you have a match and eight, then you have- and then a, an eight foot indian guy you know they're, <laughs> yeah. they're copying wwe left and right 
Yeah, they're they're um I'm not feeling CM Punk and I'm definitely not feeling Hangman Page, which is sad because it's like I'm a fan of both, but they're not they're not doing anything for me in AEW. He's missing the beer. Guys, it's the beer. That's what we loved about this guy, where he was just a like, what the fuck, dude? You're drinking the beer and like you're pissed COVID off his happened. friends. That's why he's not drinking the people's bring beer. Bring it anymore. back. <laughs> bring it back. I, I want the beer and then I'm gonna be back on board. I think that's what's missing for me. That he's now this just like I'm a champ, I'm a nice guy. Yippee Kaye cowboy shit. I don't, I don't know. It's missing for me. I want the beer. Kev, what do you think, bud? I I, I was gonna say I I, I'm a huge hangman fan, him chasing the belt. Yeah, right. right. The that, chase that's was the thing. Great. It, the chase was great. And it's just it's just kind of boring. Because he uh, was drinking. I I, I, I wouldn't <laughs> I, if between those two, I want CM Punk. I do want CM Punk to win. Just somehow down the road, we get CM Punk MJF for the title. Like make it count. Uh throw CM Punk against Wardlow you know what I mean uh, something like they already it, did that it, well put it again like that's the thing is uh if 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 CM Punk gets it and somehow loses it to MJF that'd be awesome and CM Punk wins give him the fucking heel turn that would make it yeah, interesting sure, sure yeah not this smiley I wear my dog on my hoodie you know want to elevate the guys make him a fucking heel champion because bad guys elevating. Are... <laughs> Who's he elevating? Nobody. Punk? Yeah. Yeah, an ele- yeah. No one. No one. Daniel Garcia. No, I don't know. I, don't, no. I, I just because that's his thing, right? He's there to elevate. Yeah. Terry no, Funk. He's, he's won he's every ECW's match. Terry Funk of AEW. He's won every single match except for MJF. Um, he's the John one. Cena of AEW. That's what, yeah, that's what I was Ooh. trying to get. He's, he's now the New York Yankees. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's okay. Where it is right now. And listen, yeah, I, you to bring it a full circle for me. Punk is straight edge. Hangman, bring out the beer and start just, just start <laughs> chugging in front of him. Let's go. Let's say fuck you. I'm drinking. Triple threat with Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Oh shit. It's <laughs> really half <laughs> All right, well, throw that? Hogan in there and then throw Goldberg oh, in there. <laughs> Kevin Nash is referee. Hogan's just lucky he didn't run into our Kevin in Clearwater two weeks ago. Or I'm coming after your brother. These future matches would be off the table, dude. Hogan's Beach, their Facebook page with all of their karaoke videos. Hulk is sitting literally right next to the stage every week. Kevin, you missed your chance. Because your mother-in-law's drinking was way too much that night. Do you, do you know what my drinking caused? Uh, remember when you guys want me to buy you glasses? <laughs> you forgot. I did. But, you told me but, you bought it. But, you no, literally no, no. said, I, on camera, no. I got it. We're I done. said I didn't want one. <laughs> uh, I, I said I wanted one. Yeah, but... <sighs> uh, so, no, listen, listen. Uh, the same exact price is online, and they reduce it online with shipping. Well, there you go. Cheap next bastard. finding the deals well next um <laughs> we've, we've talked a, we've talked a lot on this show a couple weeks about all the name changes walter raquel rodriguez it goes on and on right so we've got some a little more official clarification about why this has been happening vince mcmahon reportedly introduced a new decree in WWE that prohibits superstars from using their real names or ones they've used outside the company with a few exceptions. According to Brian Alvarez of Wrestling Observer Live, the chairman of the board doesn't doesn't want performers to be established under their real names in WWE and then use it in other promotions if they leave the company. The powers that be feel it's better to come up with new names for the superstars that they can trademark. So all comes down to the copyrights, all comes down to trademarks. Totally get it. So we, as a show, we decided to play Vince and come up with our own name for this week's Five Count. That Wrestling Podcast presents The Five Count. Yeah, what we decided to do was each of us could pick any five guys or girls in NXT 
and create their new name. So one new name for each wrestler. Who would like to go first? I would go first. first. I always go first. <laughs> All three of you. We don't want to go. Just go. get it out of the way. Go well, ahead, Joe. Go ahead, right, Joe. I'll, I'll go first. Why not? Uh, number five, I said it earlier What uh, last year. I'm bringing it back. Dakota Kai, Askai. I want to see it. She's going to be Asuka's uh, long-lost uh, sister, Askai. Nice. Number four is just flat-out stupid. That's why I love it, because they went with Butch. Grayson Waller is now going to go by the name, his full name. Grayson was not his real name. His real name, his first name, Waller, middle name, Waller, last name, Washington. So he can go Waller, Waller, Washington. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Triple W over here. Okay. Yeah. Triple W. Yeah. Three W. There's but, a, a yeah. trend I see. Where's where's he from? Walla Walla, Washington. That's right. Uh, number three. Uh I think Kevin might get this one. I don't know if anyone else will. Dexter Loomis needs a new chain, need, need a new name. Trinity. Yeah. I like it. Or if you don't get or if his real name, Arthur Mitchell. One of the two. Art. Art's a great name. Kevin, where, what's that from? Best season of Dexter, season Best four. Best season of Dexter. Okay. John the Lithgow. Trinity killer was Arthur Miller, so Dexter, wow. Trinity. Didn't Arthur uh, Miller write Game of Thrones? No, that was George R. Martin. Yeah. Same thing. Same you had thing. The, you had Not even close. There. You're still thinking <laughs> about rated Archer from last R. Yeah, Archer. <laughs> uh, number two, Indy Hartwell. Got to go with her now. If Dexter's going to name yeah. change, Indy has to. And it's going to be, instead of Indy Hartwell, uh, Harriet Ford. <laughs> Is there something I'm missing? Indiana oh, Jones, Indy, Harrison yeah. Ford. Got it, got it. Yes, Indy Hartwell you. will now be Harriet Ford. Thank you. And then finally, the last one, Cameron Grimes. You got to change your name. We called you in anyway. Might as well make it official. We like one word names. Grimy. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, we're off to a good start here. Uh, Go ahead, Jay. You can go ahead. uh, So for number five, for Braun Breaker, if he goes to the main roster, I really feel like they're going to call him Rex Steiner. I think it makes the most sense because of his lineage. Um, That makes a lot of sense on the main roster where it may not for people who watch NXT that don't know who the Steiner brothers are. I do feel like the Braun Breaker this year is the only reason the Steiner brothers got put into the Hall of Fame, uh, but I cannot confirm that. Uh, Number four, the Creed brothers. Uh, They will be named Rod and Todd Simpson. Lineage from Scott Simpson world-class championship wrestling superstar in Dallas in the late 80s. Wow. Uh, Number four. This one, I wasn't sure which one. Um, Nikita Lyons or Tiffany Stratton. Rain Stratus. Have some sort of connection to Trish Stratus. Yep. And it would be R-A-I-N, not R-E-I-G-N. Number two. Uh, Malik Blade, not sure if you're familiar with him. He was the guy that was obsessed with Mandy Rose and wanted to ask Mandy Rose on a date. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gonna keep Malik, because I think that's a cool name. Uh, Malik Glass, I think is a cool name. And uh, number one, Grayson Waller, my guy. Um, You you got a high (laughs) bar to beat with Waller, Waller, Washington. Yeah, I'm not going there. I'm going real, like legit real. (laughs) Um, So because of the gimmick he has, his last name has to be Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a Jake Paul. There's a Logan Paul. But there's no Paul that starts with the letter K. So Grayson Waller becomes Chris Paul with a K. That's my number one. Okay. I've got a bunch of others, but, you know. Save, save them for TWP after dark. After hours. Uh, Kev, you mind if I go next? Yep. You I'll go right ahead. Up. Kevin's just uh, not prepared. That's why. <laughs> yeah, give you more <laughs> time why to come, like, up, come up with some names. 
Kevin got 30. Oh, no, I got it. Oh, I'm ready. And they're all MJF. <laughs> uh, number five, uh, Cora Jade. So she comes out with a skateboard, right? So let's tie into that. Her name is Avril Ollie. She's like Avril Lavigne. She's a skater boy. And an skater Ollie is like the only skater uh, move I remember doing. Skater girl, Ollie. Avril Music Ollie. Music Nickelback, her ex-husband. That's right. <laughs> Um, number four, Dexter Loomis. So uh, you'll have to judge it between Trinity and Arthur Miller. But I, uh, I wanted to, him to tap into his dark side when he was, you know, before indie. He was, um, you know, very like just cold and like, whoa, this guy's demented. Uh, so I went, <laughs> went with Manson Snow. Manson Snow. Tie me like a little, um, you know, Charles Manson. Snow is very cold. Uh, that's a nice cheesy name. Number three, Cameron Grimes. Love Grimey. Don't get me wrong. That's a good one. Um, but I, I'm playing into his uh, Southern hillbilly uh, name and his, his lineage there. His new name is Ricky Carolina. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's hard, people. We are proving Ricky how hard Carolina. it is to come up with names. He's going it's, it's, to well, the Mars. Was it, wasn't, he, wasn't he on a Southpaw original <laughs> wrestling? <laughs> he, he faced Sea Monster, I think. Uh, number two, Mandy Rose. I mean, clearly been established for a long time, but uh, you know, let's let's. I, when I see her, I, I think of strippers. Uh, so <laughs> I'm giving her a stripper name, Destiny Lust. Destiny to the stage. <laughs> Destiny Lust. <laughs> Come to and the number, stage. Yes. And uh, number one, uh, love this guy's name. Don't don't touch it. Carmelo Hayes. It's a great name. But if you want something a little more catchy, you can go with my choice. Juju Carter Williams, better known <laughs> as JCW. So the, the crowd can chant Juju or JCW, JCW. That's my number one. I, like I thought it was going to be like in. LeBron something. Or yeah. I, thought, I had uh, a LeBron thing for Carmelo Hayes. And I'm like, nah. Thought about that too. So, yeah. I like your, uh, your Cameron Grimes. To the moonshine. <laughs> yeah, uh, yes, that's more appropriate. Uh, <laughs> mine, uh, number five. I uh, – this is probably the most unoriginal. I just think he should come on. Uh, last name Steiner, Jay, just like you. Take Braun with it. You know, real name Bronson. Take the Braun, Braun Steiner. Yeah. A little bit of the, with the history uh, with with his with his dad and uncle, and then boom, right? Everyone's going to realize him as Braun. They're not going to change him too much. He is the star of NXT. I can see that legitimately happening. Well, uh, let's see what happens after those druids. I mean, those druids got him at the end so. of the last. Show. <laughs> uh, real name: Davion Everhart Aiken. NXT Wesley, right? First name, mm -hmm. last name. Mm -hmm. Put them together: Wesley. Wesley Sprints. He's fast oh, in the ring. Yeah, Sprints, Sprints. with a Z. Yes, with a Z. That's what uh, I'm talking about. Uh, Von Wagner. <laughs> real name, Cal oh. Bloom. Big Van Justice. I feel, give him like a, 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 a something like that. Make him a monster. That's better. Boom. I like it. I'm going to leave. I, I originally had this for number two, but you mentioned the radio. I'm going to switch these around. Uh, before we go uh, uh, on air tonight, Brett and I were watching the movie Blank Check. Have you guys ever watched Blank Check? Early Heard of 90s, it, never watched Disney it. Movie, terrible. Cameron Grimes, real name Trevor Cadell. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that last name right. Preston Checks, the, the main <laughs> character in the, in the movie. His name is Preston. Uh, I just thought kind of mix in with uh, a little bit of, of his multiple personas that he's played in NXT. And then number one, Grayson Waller. He was on. Oh he was on Australia's version of Survivor. Real name Matthew Fairley. You know we were all in radio, guys. Brian, you were Brian. Joe. No, he wasn't. He was. He was Chris Bryan. Oh, and you were in Burger. <laughs> yeah, I was Burger. I was in Youngstown, Joe, Ohio, is Chris Bryan. That's right. More, 
I was, I, I was, uh, when I was like doing a sport, it was a uh, young Joe without a last name. Cause they couldn't young pronounce Joe. it. I was oh, a young like, Joe with no young last name. Easy. Wait, they called you that. Yeah. Which, so that was longer than what your last name actually is. Yes. Because Idiot. they couldn't pronounce like, well, this it was sports guys. So they're like, Don't Oh, we keep, we keep messing up your name. So, and I was about what? 20 years younger than everyone. So yeah. Well, this is perfect because I look at Grayson Waller, you know, boxing shorts. He looks like a sports guy, super athletic. Jason, when I knew you in radio, your name was Jason Jacks. Yeah. Grayson Waller will now become Jason Jocks. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. Uh, I had a lot of names, a lot of names over the years. Like, I don't know if any of you have ever watched or you listening have watched uh, WKRP in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Dr. Johnny Fever had a mug with all of his last names on it. He was Johnny, you know, whatever. Oh, I've had a lot of names, a lot of names. Um, oh. And when I did hip hop, I was Mark West, the least hip hop name of all time. <laughs> Why is it um, called Keith? <laughs> um, I was uh, Jason Williams at one point. Mm, uh, my first job, I, they, they gave me the name Grizz. Which was stupid. It, it made no sense. Uh, I mean, I, I like LA Knight. I made the most of what I was given, <laughs> and uh, I, I had high ratings. I turned the station image around. Uh, lost some advertisers along the way, but then uh, you know, typical radio fashion, got uh, let go for a budget cut. Oh. Uh, yeah, radio names are ridiculous. Uh, I don't know if anybody still uses them. I know the people I work with in radio, they just have their regular names. So, so everyone that goes by Mojo, that's their, their birth certificate name. <laughs> that's on the birth certificate. Mo Allen Joe. M-O-E. <laughs> All right. Hey, if you have a suggestion, like the voice guy is about to say, tweet us at that WrestlePod. If you have a great name suggestion using the hashtag TWP5Count. Your five count. Let us know on social media using the hashtag TWP five count. Okay, that's gonna wrap up this week's show. Real quick, make sure you check out the TWP extra that we posted a few short days ago with the athletic. Good job, Brian. By the way, I want to give you your props. Good job. <clears throat> Thank uh, you. Good uh, chat with Jason Jones. Yeah, J- um, Jason's good people out there in uh, in California and. Uh, uh, doing his, his thing. He's no longer covering the uh, Sacramento Kings and that's probably good for his health and, yeah. uh, and his, his uh, self-esteem and uh, uh, well-being. Um, but he's doing really good things with the athletic and he's got his wrestling pod that he's doing with his son now who if you ever have you heard him, him with his son? Yeah. Oh, his son is just like every other kid of just like you know, Roman Reigns is the reigning, defending, you know, oh, he's, like, he's so he's so into it. Like you cannot get away from his enthusiasm on everything. And what, what's so, the name um, of that podcast again? Yeah, it's called Yes, I'm Watching Wrestling. He, he claims he's going to change it to Yes, We're Watching Wrestling, but uh, right. that's not, not as of a recording time. Uh, but thanks to Jason uh, for doing yeah, that. Thanks, we'll, dude. We'll definitely check in with him. Uh, I'm actually working on a TWP excerpt for my myself. Uh, hopefully I can get it done and up next week, but I'm not going to give anything away yet because I don't want to spoil it, especially mm-hmm. if it does not happen. So uh, okay. keep checking uh, oh, yeah. socials at that WrestlePod and our uh, YouTube and subscribe to the podcast feed. And if you already are, because you're listening, tell, tell somebody. Yeah. Leave a comment. We need all of that. We're a year in. Uh, we're doing okay. We could definitely be doing a lot better. So comments, rates, reviews, subscribe, tell your friends. Everything helps. Everything helps. Buy a shirt at whatamaneuver.net. That'd be cool too. So all of that is all good things. And we appreciate you listening or watching us on the YouTube. Enjoy wrestling. Have a good week. We will talk to you real soon on That Wrestling Podcast. Thanks for listening. Follow That Wrestle Pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. What? Three, that's it!